0: Hello, accelerators. My name is Michle Chester Chichaza, and I'm going to be taking over the episode for this week, which is titled Weird Christian. Before we start off, um, I'd like to thank Kuhle for inviting me to take over um, this podcast. Um, So, a little bit of background on my relationship with Kukle. I met Kukle earlier this year at church. Um, So I'm a worship vocalist at Calvary Christian Church and Kukle is a part of the production team. And yeah, we became friends earlier this year and yeah, our friendship has grown ever since then. And it's nothing short of um, laughter and goofiness and also um, spiritual intensity at times where we talk um, about the word here and there. So if you, ever seen me Kuchle together you most probably see us laughing like literally that is all we do um but yeah so um Kuchle I just want to say thank you um for inviting me um to be a part of this podcast it's actually funny I actually uh commented on a post um for his podcast where I was like oh this is pretty cool it would be cool if I would be a part of your podcast and Kuchle said yes why don't you become a part of my podcast and I was like okay but I didn't have anything to speak um <laughs> and I was like thinking, what am I going to say? But eventually I came up uh, with something um, after just thinking and just reflecting on my heart and what I've always wanted to say um, if I've ever been given a platform to speak. So thank you for the opportunity for that, Um, I really hope and pray that this message that I have today uh, will touch someone. Um, I believe that is a topic that is needed. Um, and if it is not directly towards you but i know that it might be directed to someone close to you so um yeah let's get into it the title is called weird christian right and it is a weird title because most of the other titles um are are titles that are or maybe maybe they're not uh maybe it's not a weird title maybe it's just weird to me i don't know um but yeah so i've labeled um this uh Uh, Title: Weird Christian Because um, I like to see myself um, Or I've been seen as A weird Christian And I'll get to Why I say that Uh, So As society And as Christians We have man-made expectations Of what a Christian should be We have man-made expectations Of what a a Christian should do How they should behave And how they should act But also we have expectations Of how Um they are meant to uh, have uh, strength in Christ, right? Which is something that we do have. Um, But when it comes to mental health, um, as Christians, we we, we, we sort of have a stigma against it. And so when you are a Christian and you are suffering from a disorder or from mental health, you're seen as weird, right? Because a Christian is expected to be not struggling. they expected to be strong. they expected to just pray things away and everything's okay and everything's fine and jolly and everything like that. Well, not me. I am a Christian who's got three disorders. Now, disorder means there's disorder in the brain, right? And as christians in society in our man-made expectations it is not expected that a christian will be suffering from disorders right i'm um, expected that they will pray them away so i sort of decided that i want to speak on that i want to speak on my journey with mental health and the disorders i want to speak on um, my relationship with god i want to speak on how i'm able to accept that i've got these disorders and still able to view myself as a christian and still able to um not see myself as less than or weird as as much as the title is called weird christian um so diving into it i've got three disorders adhd um ocd and asd um so If we define ADHD, um, it is a attention deficit and hyperactivity uh, disorder, meaning that you are struggling with absent-mindedness, you have difficulty focusing, you're forgetful, and you suffer from irritability. There's a lot of other symptoms. Now, ADHD, is defined as a chronic condition. Now chronic means that this is something that is recurring. It is a long time, it is a lifetime. So this is something like a heart disease, high blood pressure, arthritis, right? Uh, Chronic also means it can't be cured, it can only be controlled, right? So ADHD can't be cured. It can only be controlled through the use of medication. ADHD is also um, a a neurodevelopmental disorder, meaning that um, there is uh, problems with the development or growth of the brain. Um, So it's affected, um, impacted, and thus it impacts your emotions, your behavior, uh, your self-control, your memory, and also your learning. So you could also have um, learning disabilities through that. Um, So some of the moods um, that you might get with someone with ADHD, it might be uh, a lot of anger. It might be anxiety. It might be border, might be mood swings. You could also get depression. Now, I mentioned a big word, neurodevelopmental, uh, meaning growth and development of the brain is affected. Um, through my brain being affected, um, I also have autism um, level one. Because um, autism is a spectrum, ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder. And I am on level one, which is sometimes labelled as Asperger's or high functioning. Um, so autism basically means there's deficit in your social communication or interaction with people. And you have repetitive behaviours and interests. Um, you've also got abnormalities with your eating and sleep patterns. But also you could be highly empathetic or highly not empathetic. Um, so you could be four people, you could not be four people. The third disorder that I have um, is OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, which is an anxiety disorder. Um, so it has thoughts, um, obsessions, which lead to repetitive behaviors, compulsions. So these thoughts are usually unreasonable. They're called intrusive thoughts. So it's unwanted thoughts that just come to your mind. Um, so uh, other symptoms include social isolation, intrusive thoughts, guilt, anxiety, uh, anxiety attacks, rituals, hypervigilance. Now, OCD has four types, right? Contamination, uh, asymmetric uh, arranging, you've got doubt and harm, and you've got taboo thoughts. And the OCD that I have, um, or struggle with, uh, it has to do with doubt, a lot of doubt. Um, so from a Christian perspective, the OCD that I struggle most with um, is called uh, sin religion of OCD, which is scriptural, scrupulosity. Your, scrup- your Scrapulosity. Ah, I struggle with pronunciations as well Due to the autism So excuse me if I'm, yeah And also, also if you're hearing uh, papers in the background It's because um, I've written down some notes So that is why there's that um, So yeah, so With OCD, it's an anxiety disorder, right? The Bible says a lot about Do not worry, right? Constantly, constantly, over and over It says don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry Now when you have religious OCD You doubt prayer Right? You fear that you're not reading enough. You accidentally cut yourself and then you think, oh, I might be suicidal, or God might have seen this as suicidal, right? You don't give an offering and you feel bad. You're like, oh, I must be a bad Christian. You're constantly in fear that you are not good, that you are not doing great, you're not a great Christian. So there's a lot of anxiety with OCD. And for me, I struggle with that, right? And you're probably thinking, what? As a Christian, as a born again Christian, how is it that you can call yourself a Christian and then you're suffering with all of this anxiety? Shouldn't you just pray it away? Shouldn't you just, you know, give it to God? Well, the reality is I do give it to God. And the reality is I wake up every morning and I pray. My response to my disorders and to my suffering is rooted in the word. And that is something that I wanna get across today. For anyone who's suffering from mental health, don't run away from God run towards him, right? Um, disorders can make you seem as a weird Christian. You might look at yourself and see okay, I, might, I, I, I feel like a weird Christian, I, I seem like a weird Christian, but you need to run towards God with everything that you're suffering from, right? Um, for me, when I think of my OCD, I, 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 I think of it as, as something that is here in my thoughts, right? And I, I don't think of it as something that is like physical, like physically this thing is attacking me or whatever. But I see it as it's here in my thoughts, and if I could just fight it here in my thoughts, I could I could win this battle, you know. And unfortunately, that's not the case as a Christian. You're not meant to be walking alone, you're not meant to be fighting battles. It is God who fights the battle for you, right? Um, it is through scripture that you fight battle, right? So I combat OCD with the truth. Now the truth is scripture. Bible verses, right? Reading a lot. If I'm not reading, I'm watching sermons on YouTube. If I'm not re- watching sermons on YouTube, I'm listening um, to, 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 to songs which have scriptures and that might uplift me, right? So how do I compact OCD? I do it through Bible study. And I've also been through counselling, I've been through biblical counselling, counselling at church. I've also been counselled before, like with a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Um, I've also had a time where my OCD was pretty hectic and I needed medication. Now a lot of Christians might be like, why would you take medication? Why don't you just pray about it? The reality is, um, guys, with disorders is that as Christians as well, we need to be realistic That we sometimes get to a point where we're struggling and we might need medication and god has provided us with doctors who have gotten knowledge who now are able to see and use medications to be able to help people right so That is why I was on medication. And it's funny because with OCD, you doubt. So when I was on medication for OCD, I was doubting that I'm a strong Christian. I was like, I must be a weak Christian because now I'm needing medication. And um, I was on medication for two years and then eventually um, I was off meds and now um, I'm off meds actually. Um, But I found that the medication actually helped for that season of time in my life because in a Christian journey, we've got seasons, right? And there was a season where I really battled with the OCD and I couldn't do things to myself. Well, it's not that I'm not struggling with it now. I still am. It's just that there are times when it becomes really hectic and you really are in need of medication. And during those two years, I was in need of medication. It was a season where I needed to be on meds. Now sometimes seasons last a little bit longer sometimes seasons last a little bit shorter so um, you never know but if things get really hectic with any disorder that you have as a Christian I want to encourage you don't be afraid to seek help and to get medication um, yeah because if, if if you want meant to be a medication God wouldn't provide those doctors and those knowledges and the medication that is there so um, troubling symptoms with OCD for me um, I, I always think to myself that one, I'm not a worthy Christian because of my disorders. And it's, it's, it's been a battle. It's been a real battle. But I have found that trusting in God and not leaning on my own understanding has really, really helped me a lot. Resting in the love of God and relying in the peace of the Holy Spirit and not my own understanding. It has helped me a lot. The Bible says constantly, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. My OCD every single day is always like, worry, 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 worry. So in order to be able to fight it, to combat it, I need to be constantly uh, reading the scripture. And it's actually funny. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I read the Bible a lot, like physically opening the Bible. But when I'm on Instagram, I see like these pictures with Bible verses. and I'm like, oh, ah, that's interesting. Sometimes on Facebook, somewhere. So it has helped me a lot as well. Being on Instagram and following uh, Christian um, profiles to be able to see scriptures, and I have friends who also post scriptures. So in a way, I'm, I'm constantly seeing scripture and I'm constantly battling the OCD because the OCD is coming here with these intrusive thoughts, these negative thoughts. And sometimes, um, because I said I, I struggle reading the Bible a lot, so sometimes I will go and research that this is what I'm struggling with, what scriptures are related to this, and then I will read scriptures through that. So I'm constantly finding ways to battle my OCD and I'm always relying on God. I'm always praying to God um, that God, please, yeah, it's in your hands. Now, if you look at Ephesians 6, uh, verse 10 to 18, it talks about putting on the full armor of God, right? We don't wrestle with flesh. We wrestle with religious authorities and entities of darkness, faces of evil in heavenly places. So when I think of my OCD, you know, as much as it's a disorder and it is physical, it's here, it's my brain. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not um, unaware of the fact that there might be also spiritual forces that are working, right? Not to say that the OCD is a demon or a spiritual force, but I'm saying that um, it can also be used. Um, the devil could also use it for for whatever plans that he might have um, to bring me down to battle me down. Um, because when the fall of man occurred, we a lot of things on earth um, started shifting, things started changing. You know, a lot, uh, before people used to live longer and now people live lesser, you know. Um, there were a lot of things that shifted um, with the fall of man. And so I believe that God is able to use all of those things that have changed now for his good, right? He can use wrong for good, right? Um, You could be born with disorders and God can still use it for good, right? Um, So uh, carrying on in Ephesians 6, um, 13 talks about taking up the full armor of God. So we've got fasten the belt of the truth. Now the truth for me is the word right the word is the truth jesus is the truth right so fastening that belt by reading scripture by meditating on scripture i'm fastening that belt breastplate of righteousness by being righteousness um the shoes of peace the shield of faith the helmet of salvation the sword of spirit which is the word of god praying at all times um verse 18 in spirit with prayer and supplication keep alert with all perseverance my favorite verse of all time is first thessalonians 5 17 and says um pray without ceasing continue praying keep praying i love that because um for me prayer is talking to god wherever or whenever um when i think of prayer especially as a neurodivergent person right person with a neurodevelopmental disorder um for me prayer can become hectic right it can become hectic especially with ocd where you're praying and then you feel like oh i'm not praying uh, the right way or i'm not sitting the right way there are times when i went into the bathroom to brush my teeth and i was like okay i want to pray after this but then i'd be like why would i pray in the bathroom what is god saying you know what what, what am i saying about god if i'm going to be praying in the bathroom am i belittling him am i, not, I don't understand out of respect or the there's all these thoughts so i've learned that um, with my ocd is that i need to just pray to god the way that i understand and for me the way that i understand is that prayer is talking to god giving it all to god speaking it out saying it to god yes god is all-knowing but the ability to be able to cry out to him the ability to be able to sing praises to him the ability to be able to just talk to him about your day whether it was good whether it's bad the ability to involve him in all your decisions for me i find that is a beautiful thing and it is something that i do on the daily when i get in my car i talk to god um when I am I wake up at 3am, some, for some reason, because of the autism, I have uh, problems with my sleep patterns. I'll wake up at 3am sometimes and I'll immediately start praying. Um, when I got my car the first time, every time I had to travel somewhere, I used to pray. I used to pray every single time. And now that's where I see a little bit of light or positivity with my OCD because now OCD has to do with a lot of compulsions. But some of the things, my weaknesses, my symptoms, right? And fears and anxieties have led me to having these compulsions of prayer and confession, right? Now, firstly, prayer, I am constantly praying, but for me, when I changed that shift from prayer to talking to God, it has helped me because I'm praying more. If I had the idea in my head that prayer means that I need to get down on my knees in a quiet place and close my eyes, there would be times when I wouldn't pray, right? There would be situations, there would be battles which I have never you know, there'd be one, there would be places where I would have never invited God in, right? There are times when I walk into a grocery store and I don't know what I want, and I pray to God. Um, There's times when I get into a grocery store, there's a thought or a message that comes true, and then I need to pray to God, and I don't have time to go down on my knees and actually pray, right? So with dealing with that and not having the pressure of, this is what prayer looks like, it has helped me to be able to pray anywhere, Anyway, because God is anywhere, right? And God is always listening. So it has helped me to also not be afraid of praying with my eyes open. And so I would talk to God. And some people would think I'm crazy. Sometimes I'm driving and people think I'm crazy. Sometimes at the grocery store, people think I'm crazy. But, you know, when you're a Christian, you know, being crazy is not something that you're supposed to be afraid of. Personally, I believe. It, I mean, being seen as weird, abnormal, weird, it's not something that you're supposed to be like, you know, um, worried about because everything you're doing, you're doing for Christ, right? And everything that you're doing, you're doing so that you could be, well, the way I see it, um, you're doing so that you could be in the right state of mind or in the right state so that God can be able to use you. Not to say that God can't use you when you're not in the right state, but to be able to be ready when he is going to use you, right? Um, and the reality is, sometimes you will never be ready, you'll never be fully ready, but um, it, it's, it's more easier to become ready when there's less pressure on yourself. And so, yeah, so I said the first compulsion is prayer. And the first compulsion that I have is confession. Now, whenever I sin, whenever I, 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 I do something which I feel like is wrong, whenever I feel like I didn't do something, instead of sitting with it in my head and just, leaving it there to to eat me up. I have found that I I, I, have learned to be compulsive in talking to people about my problems. Now, here's the problem. Some people, um, they can't take it, right? You need to analyze who can, who's a listener, who's not a listener. How much am I bombarding my friend? Can they take it? And that is where counseling comes in, biblical counseling, or maybe you need a professional, maybe like a psychiatrist. But I've also found like, I've been blessed with friends who listen. I've been blessed with friends who are, no, I wouldn't say spirit, I don't wanna say spiritually strong, but I wanna say emotionally strong to a point where they can take some of the deep things that I'm talking about, right? And so that compassion of confession helps me. Um, there's a scripture in James, uh, I forget where it is, but it talks about um, confessing our sins to one another so that they can be prayed for. Um, so as you can see now with my OCD, I've got the compulsions. But these compulsions are actually for good. So now you see that there's a bit of light in this thing that was bad, in this anxiety disorder that was like, what? But you see that there's some light here. And for me, it's something that I hold on to. um, Because like I said, I combat, um, I battle OCD with the truth, with the scriptures, right? Um, And then with the ADHD, obviously, um, I do the same thing, right? It's all about the truth. It's all about the truth. It's all about filling myself with the truth. Now going back to my disorders now disorders mean that i suffer i suffer a lot well suffer struggle whatever something that has helped me in my journey with these disorders is that um that scripture in revelations uh, 21 4 it says that he will wipe away all tears there will be no more death there'll be no more sorrow there'll be no more suffering no more crying no more pain um former things have passed right so for me this this verse is like a glimpse into the coming heaven right um the new jerusalem the new there will be no more suffering right There will be no more suffering. And for me, I get so excited about that because I think to myself, at the moment, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with my disorders, right? On the daily, but I'm also fighting, I'm combating them, right? Um, So it's not like I'm struggling and I'm like, oh, I can't live. (laughs) Some days, yeah. But if it ever gets to that, I'll be on medication again. But at the moment, I'm struggling, but I am. I'm, I'm constantly struggling with God, not alone. So I am moving. But there is a sense of hope that there will be one day no more suffering. So that means that one day I, Mille Chester Jejaza, will one day not be suffering from these disorders, right? It will be a new person, it will be a new body, it will be, yay, it will be amazing, it will be beautiful. So that gives me hope in the light of everything that is happening. Um, in terms of prayer now, going back to OCD and, and the fear of if my prayer, is my prayer righteous, is my prayer okay? But with OCD and autism, I find that there's a lot of spinning thoughts in my head, right? And I also have um, an impediment with my speech. So sometimes my prayer doesn't make sense, right? But I know what I'm seeing in my heart. So another scripture that's helped me is Romans 8 uh, verse 27. And it talks about, um, he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit is intercepted. Seats for God's people in accordance with the will of God so the Spirit intercedes for us right and that is something that's beautiful for me and my relationship with the Holy Spirit as well that brings me closer you know because the Trinity I you know I believe that it is important to have a um, relationship with the Trinity as well with God, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit who is a daily helper who is ever there helping us um, uh, it was left for us, right? The Holy Spirit was left for us uh, so that God can bring conviction and comfort into us so we are thankful for that I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit in my life I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit that as a neurodivergent person who sometimes struggle with speech and thoughts that God can know my heart, right? That the Spirit can intercede can pray for me that is amazing for me um, once again struggling um, with my OCD my ADHD and the autism I like to see it as a thought because a lot of people might say if you do have these disorders why don't you just pray them away and they go away and the reality is sometimes some disorders um, well not some disorders but like if you mental health like for instance depression anxiety so I think sometimes you can pray away, right? And not to say that because you have a disorder that you can't be healed, you can't you can't change whatever, but the reality is that it is a chronic condition at the moment. But it is the same as anything else. God, God is powerful, right? And the name of Jesus Christ has power. So anything can be healed, anything can be cured. But sometimes things won't be healed, and sometimes things won't be cured. And sometimes you may battle with that you may better understand that but the scripture of 2 corinthians 12 verse 7 to 10 where it talks about a thorn, i think it helps us to understand that some things will not be removed so it talks about um paul saying that there's a thorn from my messenger uh, from a messenger of satan and this thorn is here to torment me right three times i pleaded with the lord to take it away and he said Verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions. For when I am weak, I am strong. I love this. I love this very much because I think of my disorders as a thought. I struggle with them, right? They're irritating. They're pain. It's a thorn that's there. And I pray to God. I'm like, God, remove them, remove them, remove them. But it's a chronic condition, right? And God is powerful, right? And the name of Jesus is powerful to remove a chronic condition if he wants to. If he can move mountains, he can move a chronic condition. But with this now, um, you find that some things will be there right there will be torment but i believe that it is so that you can keep going back to god i found that with my disorders with my struggles they have led me to constantly go back to god to constantly say that jesus i need you constantly every single day and it has helped me it has helped me to build a relationship with god with jesus with the holy spirit has helped me to rely on god jesus the holy spirit right and i love that part where it talks about in your weakness Right, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. So in my weakness, right, my weakness of these disorders, God's power is made sufficient for me. Because here I am, I'm still living, I'm still Chester, right, I'm still doing things, I'm still moving, right. And not to compare anything like that, I found that there are people who maybe struggle with ADHD, right. There might be people who struggle with OCD, and when I look at them, I always think to myself, who do they have to? Do about these things? Do they talk to people? Is it just enough to talk to people? What happens when people are not enough? What happens when medication is not enough? Do you understand? So for me, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to know Jesus. I'm blessed to know God. I'm blessed to rely on the Holy Spirit to a point where I can rest on Him and not my own understanding and rest on trusting in Him that His grace is truly sufficient for me and um, His power is made perfect in my weakness because here I am. I'm a living testimony. I'm still living. And When you're looking at these disorders, there's not everything that's a thorn there, right? Not everything is there forever, right? With some of the things that I was struggling with, with some of the symptoms under my disorders, God has helped me with some of the things. There was a time when I was suicidal and God helped me through that. God delivered me from that, right? He didn't remove the OCD, but he removed the suicidal thoughts. And he's removed that thought of me going back to becoming in a suicidal space. That has helped me, right? With my ADHD, there was a time where I was in a, in a major depressive episode. There would, it, was, it was a really long time, right? It was a couple of years. And I was delivered from that, do you understand? So, and just because I was helped from that doesn't mean that, you know, the devil doesn't come out here and there and, and provide these uh depressive thoughts whatever but i believe that um god delivered me from those things which i was constantly battling with on a daily basis because there was a time where i was depressed every single day and it was for like a a lot of years and i was also dealing like i said with the suicidal thoughts but god delivered me from that so you see that with some of the symptoms god does help right with my adhd um uh, there 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 were problems with uh, with uh, forgetfulness at times I oh, well okay I, I probably still do suffer from forgetfulness with ADHD um, but there was a time when it was really hectic there was really time where i was struggling with focusing there was a time when i i actually struggle from a learning disability under adhd um, called dyscalculia where i struggle with math a lot i really really like calculations and all these things um and there used to be a time when i used to cry and get anxiety just from looking at a number but it has gotten better so you know you see i find that god through his walk with him he's constantly helping me with the autism there were times when i hated people there was a time when i was anxious of people i was far away from people i wanted nothing to do with people but here i am i'm a worship vocalist i'm actually starting to become a teacher as well i'm going into the field of people do you understand i'm i'm constantly i'm 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 described as one of the most social people ever most kindly and friendly person ever but there was a time when i wasn't that person and I, i believe that god helped me through that so you see um not everything will be a thorn in your life um, but yeah, so some of the things that I, I keep to myself, some of the scriptures that I keep to myself, um, to remind me of who I am, despite, um, all of these disorders and everything, uh, are from first Peter 2 nine, which talk about, I am chosen. I am Royal Galatians four, seven says that I'm no longer a slave, right? I'm no longer slave to the thoughts that a OCD might hold on me and whatever. Not that they don't come. They will come, right? They will come, right? Weapons will be formed but they won't prosper. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 2nd, uh, well, 2nd Ephesians. Ephesians 2, uh, chapter, uh, verse 10, uh, we are his workmanship created us and he created us for good works. So I believe that God created me for good works. I believe that God is working in my life and I believe that I accept that I do have these struggles and I believe that in these struggles, in this weakness, that God's power is revealed um, through that. And yeah, that is basically my message. And thank you, Kutle, for the opportunity and I pray that this message will come across to you, whether you are someone struggling from mental health or disorders or you have someone close to you that um is um suffering from the same thing i hope i also hope that the holy spirit may bring conviction into your life if you have judged or you have had a a, a blind eye towards mental health and i pray that you will be your 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 mind was opened up through this um so yeah thanks again and thanks to you accelerators for listening hey it's kushet Dube here and i would just like to take this opportunity to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast now this is what you can do subscribe follow um, this podcast on spotify apple podcast and google podcasts and also consider following me on my instagram account just search just availa dot underscore and you'll surely find me there for any interactions and any cues that I can respond to or anything, alright, but until our next episode, thank you once again for tuning in, goodbye and stay blessed.